Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's been a while. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> been a few few weeks, couple weeks. Yeah, both of them were my fault, except yours Yours was like you had one week, too. <laughs> no, I think one week you said you couldn't make it. Uh, and then the yeah. next week I couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's funny. I can't even remember why I couldn't make it now. I think um, it was because you had to babysit your kids or take care of your oh, kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my, my, wife, my wife was out of town. Yeah. yeah. Man, I... I can't even remember what I did last yesterday, let alone <laughs> two weeks ago or whatever it was. Yeah. So how have you been? Pretty good. Can't complain. It's uh the uh the the weather's starting to turn a little bit, so we're we're starting to see everyone getting sick now and <laughs> yeah, you know, I gotta get my flu shot next week. Colds are starting up. Yeah, I I, uh, my, my work does, um, does flu shots, uh, for everybody, which is pretty cool. So I've got to, um, I, I put the date on my calendar at work. I can't remember when I'm getting it, but I'll go in sometime in October and get it. Yeah. That's when, when our, mine is, it's next week sometime. I think it's the ninth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, hopefully get it get that before I get sick. I, think, I hear it takes about two weeks to infiltrate your system properly. Yeah. 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 Gotta try to figure out when to get the kids in too. Yeah. I was uh uh last year was actually uh last year was was pretty pretty amazing for for flu shots for the kids because the it was like the first time the oldest ever got a shot like without crying oh yeah uh, like she uh she actually like volunteered to go first and <laughs> she toughed like, it out yeah yeah it was amazing because she never does that with stuff like that and she went in and got it and and I was like, see, it d- doesn't hurt at all, does it? And she goes, no. And it was just, yeah, it was amazing. Now I just need to get the younger one to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she was, uh, she lost her mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't been able to read a whole lot lately, which is a bummer. Yeah, I've, same here. I've had, I haven't. I think I've been averaging like I don't know twenty a week, which is really low for me. Yeah. This weekend I had, I think I read above that, but I'm still not where I where I'm usually at. <clears throat> and it's because there's just so much going on. It really is. Yeah, I uh, I sometimes too like like sometimes I'll get into like moods where I where all I want to do is read and so I'll read a bunch and then I'll have a, a mood where I just am not really feeling like reading much at all so I'll yeah. just kind of slack on it or watch TV instead 
Yeah, I just kind of want to veg out or something and not not have to think. <laughs> yeah, like for me, Halloween is like it's October is kind of tough because there's like those channels like AMC and Turner mm-hmm. Classic Movies that have Start horror movies. Yeah, and it's like, like I'd, yeah. that's kind of. I'm getting into that mode where I just want to watch old stuff. <laughs> I mean, stuff I haven't experienced before. Yeah. Like films from the 20s to the 40s and stuff, and I just they're like classics, and I just wanna mm-hmm. I wanna watch them. I wanna experience them. So I like made myself a goal that I'm gonna watch at least one Turner classic movie a month, and I've oh, already. That's... I've already watched uh, Bride of Frankenstein, which I never saw before. I only saw the original Frankenstein and, like, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I never saw Bride. I knew of it because of weird science. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Anthony Michael Hall and that other guy are watching Bride of Frankenstein when they they resurrect. You know, they bring bring the woman to life. I don't know if I've ever noticed that. Yeah. It's been a while though since I've seen that movie. She's alive. They play it in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I thought was amazing is it's like a direct continuation of the first movie. Like where the first movie ends, it just starts after and it's pretty cool because it has like that weird element where Mary it opens up with Mary Shelley telling the story like this is how it ended. Mm-hmm. It's not really Mary Shelley, but an actress playing her. Uh, and, you know, this is this is how it ended, and here's where I want to take it. And she's telling two guys about this next next volume mm-hmm. of Frankenstein, and I I really liked it, man. Because <laughs> he goes and visits the blind man, which is really cool. Because the blind man doesn't know he's a monster. And at that time, he's just, like, mumbling. He's like, ah. And and he's already killed, like, four or five people, and they're being violent towards him. So he kind of kills himself and kills them in self-defense, you know? Yeah. And uh, he gets there, and he finally meets this friend. And over the course of a day, he's, like, learning to talk. So he's like, friend. (laughs) <laughs> and, and that guy's like gives him a bowl of soup and he's like food good you know it's like the hulk, it's like the hulk and then uh the the part i really like the most is you know frankenstein in in the first movie is really scared of fire like that scares him mm-hmm. and, and this blind guy lights a, a cigar and he's like and then frankenstein's like smoke bad fire bad and and then this this blind guy says no fire is sometimes good and he says good <laughs> and he is good bad <laughs> and then he, he starts smoking a cigarette or a cigar and he's like really enjoying it like he's like sitting back he's enjoying this cigar drinking wine <laughs> the poor guy's having a good time and a friend until he gets interrupted <laughs> Wow, it uh, it got it's got a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes rating. Yeah, it's really it's really weird. I mean, it there's this other guy like Doctor Pretorius, and he like brings Frankenstein. Frankenstein survives, like Doctor Frankenstein survives, and he sort of like wants to get married to his fiance, 
And this other doctor brings him in because he wants to create life too. And mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Frankenstein is still pretty dark. Like he he wants to play God, and they they kill like a woman just because they can't get the formula right and can't keep the heartbeats right. So they send like their version of Igor out to go capture a live woman, and they take her heart. So it's it's pretty pretty they're pretty cruel people <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but that that dr prior pretorius or whatever his name is he's mm-hmm. he's even creepier than frank dr frankenstein man he's he's a dark dude dr pretorius yeah pretorius he shows up mm. like at 2 a.m in the morning at dr frankenstein and he like forces his way into the castle and he's just like a jerk. And he sort of blackmails. He captures Dr. Frankenstein's wife. Uh, and then sort of blackmails him to join his force to bring life to the Bride of Frankenstein. Hmm. And it, it really doesn't last long because you get to the climax. They bring her to life, right? And she just like, instead of making like grumble sounds like Frankenstein, like, Rrr, she goes, she makes like this hissing noise and she comes to <laughs> life and Frankenstein comes in and he's like, you know, Hey, I wanted a friend and you created me a friend, somebody to be with. And he's like, wife. And, uh, like she rejects him like totally. She like starts screaming like any other villager would and sort of like goes towards Dr. Frankenstein, almost like the relationship. I mean, taking it back to DC, that Platinum has with Dr. Magnus, you know, like yeah. she's really attracted to Dr. Magnus. Yeah. And that's her man. <laughs> and, uh, that's kind of like the Bride of Frankenstein thing. You know, she bonded with her creator, but it's, it's really an amazing film to watch. Hmm. And there's some crazy shit in there that I, I thought was ridiculous, but it, uh, it really held up. I I liked it a lot. That's I want to cool. watch more now. Yeah. I recorded yeah, some cool. World War One movie off of there to watch. Um, I don't remember what it is, but. Was an older one. Yeah, their website's pretty impressive. I don't know if you have like Turner Classic movies, but their website is pretty cool because you could go like you could search like Turner Classic movies and schedule. And then it's got like a daily schedule and it shows you all their movies. But I like it that, that it color codes like categories. So you could like see what all the horror movies are, the Western, the war. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, huh. and you could see which comedies and it, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, there's a uh, – yeah, they have like musical, drama, yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to like broaden my horizons with old film. I I've watched a lot of film from 60s forward, but not not older stuff. Hmm. So there's uh, let's see, there's a couple, there's a couple uh, World War One. Uh, yeah, there's uh, one playing tonight that I'm recording. It's based that, on a uh, famous novel. Oh, farewell to arms. Yeah, farewell to arms. I'm I'm recording that tonight. Yeah. 
my goal is to watch like at least one or two a month so that'll that'll take time and it's it's funny because i don't i don't know about you but i'm like overwhelmed with stimuli in terms like comics it doesn't bother me because i'm just acquiring them Mm-hmm. But like TV shows and stuff, I, 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 they could go on a writer's strike for almost ten years, and I'd, I'd still not be caught up with everything I want to watch. Yeah, and I, uh, I don't really watch stuff like as it airs. Also, yeah, you know, I don't like either. I, I usually just watch it later, and you know, just that way I can just watch it whenever I want. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm usually not watching stuff as it airs, and yeah, so and I really don't, I really don't watch like cable TV anymore. It's mm-hmm. like it's usually on like Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Yeah, there's so much to watch on there. Like they just air like their own stuff. Like every week, there's there's something to watch. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, just overwhelmed, and then there's more streaming services and. There's yeah. a lot out there. <clears throat> but Halloween, I like to watch a lot of horror movies. and I, I've never seen the movie Freaks, and that was on the other night. I didn't record it, but it looks really bizarre. <laughs> it's like a classic horror, a black and white one. And uh, I wanted to watch that. And then they had The Hunchback of Notre Dame. And in a couple nights, they have like... I've seen most of these, but they have, like, a lot of Godzilla movies coming out. Like, the originals and Mothra and a couple other ones. And I'd like to see those, because when I saw those, I was, like, seven. Like, I have no recollection of a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... Yeah, I like, uh... I usually like, um finding different movies around Halloween time. So yeah. it usually puts me in the mood for that type of stuff. Yeah, that's cool stuff. And that's kind of like a lot of DC that I'm missing. Like I I just recently started to buy like some ghosts and unexpected and stuff like that in the DC horror genre. I'm looking forward to the the Joe Hill stuff. Yeah, that should be pretty good. Yeah. I haven't uh I haven't read any of his books. Um I did let's see, I did read uh I read the first trade of Lock and Key. Key. Yeah. That was good. Um I just for whatever reason I just didn't really care to continue it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I've I've heard some good stuff about his books and I'm I'm a huge Stephen King fan, so Yeah. I know his stuff is similar. And that's another show I want to watch, that that Hulu show that Stephen King has. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like Castle something or another Castle Rock. Oh, Castle Rock, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, man, there's just a lot to watch. Yeah, there is. Like uh we started me and Barb started watching Nosferatu. That's pretty creepy. That's a Joe Hill property. Yeah, that's a, yeah, he has a a book uh yeah. Nosferatu, yeah. 
Is that on? Is that on Netflix? That is on AM. I can't AMC. remember. The one the, wherever Walking Walking Dead is A and E. Is that where Walking Dead is? I think it's AMC. Oh, AMC. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that I think that's right because I remember seeing the ads uh, on comics. I think some yeah. comics had the ad. It has uh, the guy that plays uh, Spock in the new Star Trek. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and he—you don't—he's made up as the main like driver of the car, mm-hmm. and it's like you can't even tell it's him. But huh. have you ever heard about this Nosferatu? Um, I haven't heard exactly what it's about or anything. It, it's very strange. I mean, it, it, it's I, like I can't even understand it. But <laughs> somehow he he gets young people. He 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 captures them and drives them places and steals their youth. Hmm. And he becomes young, and it, it's 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 just weird. It's like it's crazy town. And it's creepy. Like uh, there, there's not too much that'll freak me out anymore. But there, there's some creepiness to it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we have to talk some DC. <laughs> yeah. And we have up today. We have. Uh, what do we have? The Wildstorm. Mm-hmm. And Batman Beyond. And Batman Beyond. Oh yeah, I just uh, oh, I, I I googled a uh, I googled Nosferatu and it, it came up with a picture of Zachary Quinto. Yeah. Um, he's got like half of his face is like old or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's. That's he's interesting. A trick. Yeah. Huh. The opening sequence is is pretty freaky. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's just so much stuff coming out. I I watched uh, Stumptown too. I don't know if you ever bought that comic, but I didn't. I was yeah, I was aware of it. I I wasn't getting it though. Yeah. Who was the writer on that? Uh, Greg Rucka. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's from Oni Press. Did it. It was good, and and uh, the actress that they got nailed it. You know, nailed that character because she's not like a heroic character. She sort of like drinks a lot, and she mm-hmm. has her flaws, and and she does really well with it, like being that person. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we had questions from... Uh, yeah, I saw that. We had a lot of questions. Yeah, some were crazy. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. They're from Kirk. All of them are from Kirk. Yeah, uh, the first one says, What period do you consider the best for DC to try different things? I tend to lean towards the 60s. With Brother Power the Geek, which is really good. Um, or 80s, Amazing Man. <clears throat> what, do, what do you think? As far, um, I, I think he's asking like a diversity question. Yeah, so uh, so just um, a period of, of 
a period in DC that that's good for trying out different things. Yeah. Um I I would say so mine I think has has shifted a little bit. So I'd say mine was at one point I definitely would have said the 80s. Uh-huh. Um just because there's so much there and there's still so much there that I haven't read. Um and I I really like the the stuff that that was that was written in the 80s that it's it's all it's all good. Yeah. Um and but now I would say I'm really getting into like the the 2000s era DC stuff. Yeah. Um, cause that was, it, it was like late two thousands when I kind of got back into comics. And so I missed, a, so I missed a bunch of stuff. And I mean, just like with this, uh, Batman beyond, and I think this is like 2010. Yeah. Uh, so this 10, is, 11. so this is kind of at the cutoff point, but. It, but all the stuff before this, it's so the stuff I've been reading at least is so good, um, it, and that's all like the pre New Fifty Two stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd probably say the two thousands for me currently. I think every decade has its own like unique stuff. Well, um, yeah, and 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 that that's kind of like that's kind of my point. Like I think. I think it'll constantly change for me because, um, like, I just, you know, a few months ago I was reading a lot of 90s DC stuff. Mm-hmm. In 90s, you had a lot of experimenting going on mm-hmm. because you had the Vertigo and Helix and well, maybe that was the t- 2000s. I don't remember when Helix came out. It could have been... The 90s. Or it could have been the 2000s. I don't know. I have to look up, like, Transmetropolitan. It's the only one that I remember. Um, I have all those. Uh, Let's see. I should know this. 1997. Um, So it was sort of the 90s. Yeah, towards the end, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the uh, that's the 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 amazing thing about the '90s is that you so you have the kind of out there stuff in the early '90s, but then it it, it leads into some really amazing stuff, like the like the Warren Ellis stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, it, it it's it's almost like. It's almost like all that experimentation just kind of clicked into place for for a lot of people, you know, a lot of writers. I wonder. Oh, it's called Jack Cross. I wonder if they have that on the app. That was a Warren Ellis title that was pretty awesome, and that happened Jack in like. DC proper. I'm searching for it. Jack. I don't see it. Is it just yeah. spelled J J C K? Yeah, it's just like Jack. Yeah. Jack okay. Cross. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, it was only four issues from 2005 to 2006. 
And they probably don't have the other one, Desolation Jones. Now, that series was awesome. I love that. Yeah, I just searched for Warren Ellis, and I just see Planetary, Wildcats, Aliens, Planetary. Pretty much all Planetary stuff. Yeah, Desolation Jones is a good one. I like that one. That one is Warren Ellis and J.H. Williams. Yeah, I think the only... And that was Wildstorm. The only Warren Ellis Wildstorm stuff I've read is Planetary, um, Stormwatch, you're and up on a, me. You're up on, a, on me. I've never read Planetary. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I've read Authority and Stormwatch. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's I mean it's it's uh it's similar to those but it's a little bit it's similar to those but it's kinda like more um it's kinda more edgy and less superhero y. Yeah. I'd say. But it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Similar types of he seems I to have this. a good relationship with Jim Lee because he does like the stuff that I think he that stood out has been his Wildstorm stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I would say I, I would I I would probably have to say my favorite Warren Ellis might be Transmetropolitan, and then I'd probably go with some his Wildstorm stuff. My favorite one is Doctor Sleepless, but it's not <laughs> it's not DC. But I would have to go with mine is Desolation Jones. Yeah, that's my favorite one. I really like how. Um, the new Wildstorm series has kind of pulled from everything. It did. You know, it's it's the, kind of... The only thing that was weird about it is in the middle, I remember, I remember them pulling in, like, Gen 13, like Kate, Caitlin, mm-hmm. and a couple... But they never really did much with them. And then they also pulled in wildcats and they yeah. seem to like dissipate yeah like they, they, their, uh, their relationship and then there was voodoo and i don't know what like he introduced her early and then had some things but i don't ever remember them him using her anymore yeah and that's kind of like with uh uh, like with the the Wildcats, like I don't remember what happened to uh, Cole. Grip, like yeah, Cole. I don't remember Zealot. what happened to Cole. Um, yeah, Zealot. And Zealot. Zealot, I remember, got involved with killing people, and then she was like a cleaner. <laughs> but I don't remember like yeah, what I happened to them. You know, like, and then. The only thing that happened in these last few issues that we call is there's a phone call. I think it was Jenny Sparks or Engineer or one of them that called. Maybe it was uh, the doctor. 
Um, and they they don't usually use their names. They use like their first names. Yeah. Um, they called um the leader of the Wildcats the Imp guy, the tiny guy that that the whole oh, series um, kicks Marlo. off with Marlo. Marlo. They call yeah. him. And he's he was thrown out of a window, and he sort of kicks off this war between IO and um, Skywatch. Stormwatch. Yeah, Skywatch. That Bendix guy is an asshole. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so um, is the other guy, the IO guy. Yeah, the I yeah the IO guy is, and the IO guy is kind of different too. Like he's, it's like he's. He's scared to get his hands dirty, so he has like everybody do everything for him. But he's like he tries to act like a a like tough got, guy, yeah, but like a, yeah, he's not. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a, I don't remember. It, and you know what's funny? So I when I re so I reread um. 20 just 20 through 24 um i read 19 the, through 24 yeah this past week in, in, interesting enough when you said we're covering it i went downstairs and i got them all and i said where's 24 and uh i couldn't find it so i went to dcbs you know how you could use their search and yeah see if i ordered it and i didn't order it so i'm like wow i I missed it, and then hmm. so I put it in my comic shop, and then picked it up, and it got here. Oh wow! Huh. Fast. Um, I wonder. I wonder if the the delays caused you to miss it. No, I think it. I, I miss books from time to time because I either think I click it and it doesn't take, or I just oh, forget yeah. to click it. And, I've uh, had that too, where. You click it and it looks like it doesn't take, and then you click it again, and then you have two. Yeah. That you, you, I'll end up getting two. <laughs> yeah, there's one of. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard this story, but early on in my DCBS thing, I uh, I accidentally put quantity one one, oh. and uh, it was on the. Uh, speaking of Warren Ellis, it wasn't Warren Ellis, but speaking of the authority. It was on authority lost years or lost. I had like 11 copies of like six, seven, and eight. And I didn't catch it until like the first time it was delivered. And I was like, why did I get 11? And then I was like, oh shit, I got 11 more of these. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I get. I get mad when I just get two. I can't yeah, imagine 11. getting eleven. Yeah. Oops, one one. <laughs> well, I started. I started doing like the order. I used to like have a shopping cart where I mean a pull like pull list. Yeah. And I, I got burned with the pull list a couple times because it was putting like the offered again ones in there. Oh and I, yeah. I didn't want the algorithm to catch that. So I just said I'm just gonna every time I place my order I I go through the whole publisher by publisher and add what I want. Yeah. And it, it takes me a while because you know I order a lot, but I I think it's like a good hour and a half process <laughs> for me. 
So I gotta like I be careful. Imagine, I don't yeah. start it at nine a.m. at nine p.m. because I get sleepy by ten. So <laughs> I'll probably forget to click the right yeah. buttons. <laughs> and, uh, and you probably don't want to save it and come back to it because then you won't remember where you're at. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's the way I order too, and I actually enjoy ordering like that because you get to look at all the new stuff coming out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I enjoy the process. I yeah. just forget to do it. Like another one that I got, I just found out I didn't order was the uh, Harlequin, um, the uh, teen one or the the ink. You know how I buy all the DC ones. Mm-hmm. I missed that one. I think it's called Breaking Glass, or I don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it has Steve Pugh art on it, and I was really (laughs) looking forward to it, and I forgot to order that. So I always sometimes have to rectify it and go to – well, in that case, it's like a book, so I can go to Amazon and just order it. Yeah. uh, Yeah, it happens, and I usually don't catch it until I go to pull the books to read, and it's like, oh, shit, I – I missed an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a this is a series I, I I'd like to read all the way through at some point because, um, I like I said I don't I don't remember what happened to uh, Grifter and Cole, yeah. and I I don't remember what happened to uh, Marlo either. Well, Marlo was at least in the phone call. He just he just dissed Jenny or whoever called him and said, you know, we would like your help because Bendix is gonna destroy New York. Yeah. He, he kind of blew him off. He kind of just and she's like, well, thanks for nothing, <laughs> you jackass. Yeah. There there's one scene though that made me laugh my ass off, and, <laughs> and there it was a scene. Okay, so. Um, let me see if I can get all the names right. Um, the doctor, okay, that that's a female. Uh, the engineer is a female. Yeah, the doctor is that. Uh, was that Michael Cray's doctor? Uh, the no, I'm talking about the doctor that is named with the like half mohawk and purple hair, Shen. Oh yeah, yeah, she, Shen. She, she's yeah. actually the doctor. Like if you're to map her to her Wildstorm. Character yeah, and she's power the, set. Um, yeah, she's like the the Earth's. The, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so she's there, and then you have Jenny Sparks, the the mm-hmm. engineer who sort of saved Marlo, and um, what's his name? Jack Harksmore, right? The barefoot uh, guy that can talk to cities. Yeah. Yeah. And they're Jack all Hawksmore. they're all banging each other, man. Oh the, yeah, the, they're all having sex. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's a scene in there where they're trying to convince Midnighter and Apollo, you know, you got to join us and all this. So let's do a mind meld. And yeah. they they try to touch him, and they're seeing all these images, and they're seeing he's they're seeing images of them having sex. And Apollo's <laughs> like, you're all banging each other. And it's just, <laughs> It's like, do we have to get involved in this? You know, like, is this like a big sex orgy thing? And and the and Midnighter says something like that. You know, we're not into vaginas, right? Yeah. But Harksmore looks like he was having a good time. Yeah. 
He's got a weird power base, how he could just like tap into the technology in the cities, of the city. Yeah. yeah. And he, he was uh, kind of helpless in that one town because there wasn't, it was like a small town in the middle of Utah or nowhere, and there wasn't a lot out there for him to tap into. Yeah, and he was trying to tell them that, that it would kill him, and they they weren't listening to him. Yeah. But he did. He moved. He ran. He ran to where there was like houses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And was able to use his powers, but he like ran for his life because he was in the middle of nowhere there. And it's pretty cool because the world that we live in in this book, they don't know about IO and they don't know about Stormwatch and. They don't yeah. know that it's out there. One's protecting yeah. space, and one's protecting Earth. And they made this agreement a long time ago to keep out of each other's business. And then this war started between them, and it started to involve other other things. Like I, I even forgot that Backlash was in it until he comes back in New York and is like, you know, trying to kill people. So he he's in it. And uh, the all the Team Seven people are in it, whether they're main characters or not. They show up, yeah, at one point or another. So everybody's in it. It's just that like some of them they don't touch on. And I, I think the Wildcats in Gen Thirteen got shafted sort of out of this. So I was kind of looking forward to Warren Ellis tackling Wildcats, and and then they delayed that, you know, for whatever reason. Because um, it was supposed to launch in August. Yeah, yeah, I was looking forward to that. Yeah, the yeah, I like how I like how they they f- kind of fit everybody in together. Um, but obviously, you know, they 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 couldn't give everybody the same amount of uh, screen time. Yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, it's like the these two these two organizations that are protecting the earth and the public is not supposed to know about them and but each one they're 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 actually like run by some kind of evil people, you know. Yeah. Um, we had quite a bit of deaths in here too, so it, oh yeah, it, it's interesting because what, what is that guy's name that? Well, Michael Cray gets killed, right? He gets shot yeah, in the I, head by uh, the I.O. guy. Ma- I can't remember Miles his name. Miles uh, Craven. Craven. Yeah. yeah, I that made me mad. I was mad that he killed Michael Cray because he because uh, uh, he saved him. Uh, he saved Miles um, from that that uh, alien dude, the dude that had all the uh, alien tech put in inside him that yeah. was killing people. Oh, that was a backlash. Yeah. So uh, my uh, Michael Cray saves Miles, and then he turns around and Miles it, yeah. shoots him. And then you got to remember that he had his own series too, and yeah. this was weird because he was taking on like weird versions of our heroes on this world, like Flash and Green Arrow and a bunch of other characters. Yeah, like serial killer versions yeah. of them. 
That was a good series. I like that. Yeah. So he got killed. Backlash got killed. Miles um, Craven lost his shit. He killed his own assistant. When he went to go kill that doctor, I forget her name. And uh, she he ended went... up killing her. I mean, she ended up killing him. Jackie, yeah. Yeah, Jackie. He went to go kill Jackie. And then she got the upper hand and shot him. And then that other female that was working for IO said, oh, I framed you all. I've, I've been wanting to take over this organization. And she tried to kill Jackie, but then she got killed. She uh, she gets um, let's see oh she has uh, uh Jackie uh has sec- like security take her away um oh that she lived then that's right she she had it got arrested she she turned, yeah that person thought she could use her power to arrest Jackie, like to yeah. have all the guards, but the guards sort of turned on her and she's like, you're not, they're not loyal to you. They're loyal to me. And then they arrested her. That's right. And then Bendix just wants to destroy like earth. He like loses his crap and he's like, I'm just going to start with New York. Yeah. That, that's he... how the whole bat- battle starts. And they're able to, use teleportation of the doctor and, and everything in perfect timing to to redirect the nuke that they're dropping on New York. Yeah, he just starts dropping bombs. <laughs> yeah, because the engineer tells Apollo, fly me up there and then let go. And as soon as she gets ready to hit it, she has the doctor teleport the bomb and herself into space. Yeah, and they sort that, of blow. The doorway. Yeah, they sort of blow that Bendix's technology out, and also exposes them to the world. Yeah. But he's he's still alive. Yeah. Stormwatch is still there. Yeah, I forget what they <clears throat> forget what he forget what he called that that um. That thing that he drops. Uh, it's like a stick. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jackie, she... It's like um, a tree from his other series and image. <laughs> Have you ever read Trees? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's, it's about a bunch of like weird sticks that <laughs> land on Earth, and they're like alien, and they they land like in different places around the Earth. And then all our, the governments are trying to figure out what they are. And, hmm. you know, that's sort of what he was dropping. But I think his was had the potential to destroy New York. Yeah, his were like nukes. But Jackie had... Um, <clears throat> Jackie had that little... That little, uh, like, alien tech... Uh, that little blue disc thing. Coin, yeah. Yeah, and that she uh, she found in Angie's stuff, and and she took it, and then that's what let her kill uh, Miles. Mm-hmm. You like Angie fried him. Spica. 
They don't yeah, usually I really go like by the... they don't usually go by their names. They go by their first names. So you have to yeah. s- sort of know. Like, who did Jackie map to? Do you know? Like, in 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 the Wildstorm or Authority or anything? Did she did she exist prior? I don't know. Um, I don't remember her character. Like, I I didn't know who she mapped to. Yeah. But anyway, it turned out to be a good series, and uh, I liked the way I liked the way it ended. It had a conclusion, which is yeah, yeah. Survived and Stormwatch is exposed, and I think IO is exposed too. But they have a new leader. Yeah, Jackie. And the authority, I guess most of those characters are from the authority, so they are the ones that are protecting Earth. Yeah, Jenny. Uh, Jenny is for sure. Um, and the Jack Hawksmore. Yeah. Jack Hawksmore. Uh, Midnighter uh, and Apollo. Midnighter, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that group a lot. Yeah, it, it was it was really good, and then, like you said, there's so many hooks that I forgot what happened to some of the wildcats. Mm-hmm. It's like they were using them in the beginning, and then I don't remember what happened to them. Yeah, because there was the group. Because they were after the engineer too at one point. Like she had she had the mechanics, you know that uh, she, that she stole from Stormwatch. NIO and and then she had that ability and they were mm-hmm. they were after that tech too. Yeah. And there was the there was the team uh they had Void in it too from Wildcats cuz she was the Russian, do you remember her? She was at the beginning the one that can usually teleport the team and I don't know if you remember her from Wildcats, but they had her. And they had a uh, God, that cybernetic woman. I can't remember what her name is. She's like the Terminator. Um, oh. Uh, but she has like a mohawk. or She's like a punk rocker. Uh, I can picture her. I can't think of her name. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, I keep I keep wanting to say zealot. It's not zealot. Um, uh, Lady Tron. Lady Tron. Yeah, I don't remember them having like Lord Imp is 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 uh, the leader of them, and I don't remember them showing Spartan. Or Mr. Majestic or Warblade. But they had Zealot and Voodoo for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Maul, I don't remember. And Savant, I think Lady Tron showed up early on. And I don't remember Tradition Red. But those were the Wildcats. And they had a cartoon. And I remember that Grant Morrison was supposed to launch Wildcats and... 2006, and there was only, like, one issue. Hmm. 
Wikipedia page says the title was permanently put on hold after only one issue. I wonder what the hell happened there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? I remember liking it too. I was like, this is this is gonna be good, and then it just never ha- came out again. I think he wrote a couple issues of Stormwatch too, or maybe it was it was either Stormwatch or Authority. Authority. I'm sort of looking at some of their names, and they they went by their first names like Adriana Torshkova. She was Void, and she did show up in this series. Lord Imp was Jacob Marlowe, which is the guy that got thrown out the window. Grifter's yeah. Cole Cash. Voodoo was Priscilla. Zealot was Zealot. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Else. And it's weird too because those authority characters, man, they have like godlike powers. When you look at the power yeah. set of them, good lord! Yeah, I mean, you have do. you have Superman, Batman, except this Batman is super powered <laughs> because he can like predict moves and no weaknesses, and like Midnighter oh, has Midnighter, all kinds of yeah. abilities. And then you have Jenny yeah. Sparks, whose powers are amazing. The Doctor. Whose powers are amazing, and yeah, uh, it's like, and then Harksmore, who's only limited by like if you throw him in a desert, <laughs> right? Yeah, it, yeah, or away from like away from a city, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. So the doctor's kind of like the almost kind of like a geomancer, um, yeah, and valiant, she, um. She's kind of like the, I guess, like the spirit of the earth, and and then Hawksmore is connected to the cities, and then Jenny Sparks is kind of connected through, uh, through the kind of through the past, because I think Jenny Sparks is like really old. Yeah. Sometimes in the regular comics, she's a little kid, depending on when you. You see her. Yeah, and I'm trying to see like what they actually call her. Um, oh, that's right. So she had, yeah, she. Um, uh, She's the she's the spirit of the twentieth century, so she lives throughout the century and then dies on the last day. Yeah. It's weird yeah, though because she... this series did twist the doctor. So the doctor is originally called Jaron Th- Thorndike, and in this one she's called Shen, and Shen in the and the authority is that winged character um, called Swift. Oh yeah. So they they like switched her name. He switched her name and totally. Um, so that was weird. That's what kept throwing me off because I've read some authority recently and I was like Shen, she doesn't have these powers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember. I didn't remember the name Shen. 
Um, but I do remember the winged, uh, the winged character. Yeah, she had like a green outfit and yeah, the wings. Swift. <clears throat> so like I, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was really good. It was. I just. It was hard to read it as it came out, though, because I couldn't. I didn't remember everything, and there's so mm-hmm. many characters. It really. It's one you have and, to. And kind so of many read characters, they they don't go by their code name either. Yeah. Like the names that we're used to to reading, they mm-hmm. go by their first names. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes first names are just harder to remember. And he doesn't often like throw in he doesn't often throw you a bone in an issue because you might have like Jack there and they never say Jack. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like Jack Harksmore is there and they'll never say Jack or they'll never say his last name and you're like, Well, who is this guy? Was oh, he barefooted? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a shame that they were always delayed and that there's a problem with the Wildcats uh, mini. Yeah, because it was only supposed to be six issues. Yeah, and that they gotta, was they ought to uh, they ought to do something like something something has to happen with the Wildcats or or any of the characters. I enjoyed oh, yeah. when they launched like the Grifter and the Voodoo series off of New 52. Mm-hmm. And then they sort of moved Stormwatch, even though they had like Martian Manhunter and all the other characters, they they had their own title. Yeah. And now, now we had the Wildstorm, which was totally in a different world. Like it never, I don't think it ever like connected like what Earth it might be. And like if they were just saying, well, the 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 characters that we saw in Future's End and everything, they're just not part of our universe anymore, and this is them. I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. The uh, man, the the Wildcats, uh, the Wildcats mini um, was supposed to have art by Ramon Villalobos too. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that that would have been really cool. I'm looking at the ad for it in the in issue 24, and it, it was supposed to come out in August. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. But yeah, I'll de- I'll definitely go back and try to reread this whole thing in like one or two sittings because it's I think it would be even better doing it that way also yeah I would I would I would usually read this in like three or four issue chunks but and it is on the app they're up to like issue 19 on the the DC Universe app oh wow I yeah I hadn't even noticed um Usually I don't I don't notice the the stuff that I already have. Um, mm-hmm. I like to check it every week. I think they load like new comics every week. Have you noticed if they've been taking any off? Or? 
have been taking what off? Uh, comics. Oh, no, they're not taking any off, but they are doing the movies. Like so I they no- are? I, I notice I get an e- you get an email, and it's, well, actually, it's on their front page. You know how if you enter their front page, they have, like, four little dots, and you can see, like, the news, the, like, highlights? Well, this, this week they have the highlight of here's what's coming, and here's what's leaving. And the comics never leave, but the movies do. Oh, okay. Like, uh, there, there's a few animated movies that you had to watch today <laughs> or tomorrow. Oh, huh. Luckily, ours is still in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they got rid of, like, Constantine, because Constantine was on there. and. Oh, the movie? Yeah, they're bringing back Superman 3 and Superman 4 and a couple other movies. Um, so th- they rotate their like movies and TV shows in and out. Yeah. So you got to like Netflix, but you just got to be, at least they let you know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I see they got the Watchmen movie. Yeah. I don't know if I noticed that on here before. And Superman 3 is good. I, I wanted to watch that again because that's one of my favorites. I, I love that movie. It's it's so corny and like Silver Age. But <laughs> I, I just I adore it. Like it, it is like reading a Carrie Bates Superman story. It's so good. I remember hating it as a kid because when I was young, it was like okay Superman and that was brilliant. And then I saw Superman 2. And then I'm like, what are they doing? Like Richard Pryor, and this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is ridiculous. And then the special (laughs) effects sucked, and I was like, I hated it. And now that I'm older and I watch it, it's the most rewatchable DC movie that I can watch. I just, I have to watch it. That's hilarious. And it has one of the best scenes ever. It has Superman getting laid. It has, (laughs) it has him like drinking alcohol and busting up a bar with the peanuts and <laughs> he like turns dark and fights himself. Like it's Clark yeah. Kent versus Superman. It's like a DC comics presents. It's awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's, uh... it's like a silver age comic. Like you'd have a, a comic where like, why is Clark Kent fighting Superman? <laughs> I was like, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> So yeah, you gotta keep an eye on the the monthly uh, what's leaving and what's coming, so you don't miss a movie you want to watch or something. Yeah, oh, I'm glad they're not getting rid of the com any comics. That's I started watching our next movie, Hush. And, oh, nice! Uh, it's really good. <laughs> I, I love what I love yet. what they're doing with Catwoman. <laughs> kind of like the goth. I love how they they build a relationship between them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's really good, and it's yeah, it kind of appropriate because you picked Batman Beyond, and it turned out I to know. be a hush story. <laughs> I didn't even know that either. I didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> I started reading it, and I was like, "Holy crap! This is a yeah. hush story." <laughs> <laughs> and just like that worked they out throw perfectly. the the curve at you with hush. Because in the comic book, they make you believe it's like, uh, what's his name? Um, the Red Hood. 
I'm trying in, to think of his name. Jason. In. In the original Hush comic. Oh, okay. I, and in, I, this, for some in, this, in this in this one, they flip the script and they make it like a clone of. Yeah. Of Dick Grayson. A clone of Dick Grayson, yeah. Well, they they want you to think it's it's uh, Tommy Elliot, but then yeah, yeah, it's then then yeah, that's like a clone of Dick Grayson. So when they when they first showed him, I was like, oh, "Holy crap!" So it's I I thought it was Dick Grayson, and then and then I think it was like a couple pages later or something. Yeah, it, it was it was weird because I was like, didn't didn't he go visit like Dick Grayson and he yeah and I was like, why did he turn on him? Like, how did he turn on him so quickly? And uh, and then you learn it was a clone, and then it all made sense because I was like, what is Amanda Waller hiding? Like I like yeah. they had her early on that that one doctor was trying to escape and she found out information and I'm like. What is what is she hiding? Why are they even showing her? Like, yeah, I, I had a hard time understanding what Amanda Waller's part was in the story, and she's running Catamus, and I guess yeah, her her intention she's... is Batman always needs to protect Gotham. Yeah, but the whole time, every time I saw her, I just kept thinking like she's got to be ancient by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to at least be as old as Bruce. Yeah, I mean, I would think she'd be And they be did older draw her Bruce. old. Yeah. But it it establishes early on that Bruce is a real jerk to him, to Terry, because he doesn't like... He, like, runs him into the ground, and there's never well, every, like... Same. He's just the same as he's always been. Yeah, and there's never every like a thank you or anything. It's more like you're you're not doing the job right. Because... Which is why, <laughs> which is why, uh, uh, which is why, um, uh, Dick and uh, um, who else does he does he visit Tim too? I think he did early on, like in the yeah, first I think two he visits issues. Dick and Dick and Tim, and they're both like don't want anything to do with Bruce. Yeah. <clears throat> And obviously, uh, Barbara Gordon is the mayor at this time. Uh, she's commissioner, right? Commissioner, that's right. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon. And um, early on, they're uh, Hush is killing like a bunch of Batman villains, like Signal Man and. A couple of B-listers, and Terry's yeah. trying to save him, but he's not getting there in time. And then he ends up, Hush ends up gutting, gutting Terry pretty bad. And Catwoman is in there. It's not really Catwoman. It's another woman that has the ability to replicate herself, like nine times, kind of like multi multi man, the Marvel. Uh. Matrox. Did you did you get the uh, did you get the um, her part father. where they say who she is? Yeah, and her father. Yeah, had the ability to do that. Yeah, uh, Danton Black. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. 
Was he, he was was he multiplex? He was, I think so. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah, the which is a firestorm. Fire, firestorm. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was the father of this this version of Catwoman, but yeah. she can only replicate herself nine times. And mm-hmm. Terry is almost killed by Hush, and uh, Bruce has to like sort of walk walk her through saving his life, like yeah. just to patch him up enough so that the costume can heal him, you know, slowly heal him. And Bruce d- dispatches these like robotic Batmen to protect the city. And, the Batwraiths. Yeah, and they turn on they turn on Bruce because. Dick Grayson knows everything about the Batcave and the programming. And even though he's a clone, he's a clone. And And I I like how Amanda Waller was going to clone Bruce. But she said, this guy's such an asshole, we wouldn't be able to control him. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, well, we can control Dick Grayson because he listens to everything Bruce does, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You would jump? How high? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... It and it's amazing too because Dick was never known as being like that, like tech savvy, and he's like hacking the bat wraiths. Yeah, you'd think that'd be more like Tim. Yeah. Did they mention Damien? I don't think so. I don't think they did. Yeah. Is that? Because that would have been interesting to see. Um, because I don't he, know if... I, I think at the beginning of the story, um, Hush killed Signal Man. He killed uh, Calendar Man, you know, from the Long yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Uh, there was one other. I can't remember what the other one was. <clears throat> he killed one other character before he, him and Batman got into fisticuffs. Did he kill Mad Hatter? Yeah, I think he did. Okay, maybe that was the other one. Because he was in Arkham. Uh... Yeah. I really thought it was Hush until like issue four or three. I, I did too. Until yeah. they reveal him. like on the, It's like in issue four, he's like standing over Terry and he's, you know, Dick Grayson. And you're like, holy crap, it's him. Yeah. But Adam Beecham did a good job of, of writing this. I liked it. And the guy who yeah. drew it was, was pretty awesome, too. So there's a... Uh, I don't know. Maybe if maybe if I missed this part... Um... Ryan Benjamin was the artist. And Pete Woods... Yeah, I recognized uh, Pete Woods' art in certain parts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was really good. I yeah, I thought it was going to be Hush. Also, uh, I thought maybe he, because um, knowing that character, I thought maybe he had some kind of crazy like uh medical enhancements done or something so he could he could still be youthful Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was a cool uh 
definitely cooler, I think, having it be a Dick Grayson clone that Amanda Waller's been stockpiling. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool. It was uh, they had uh, Harvey Bullock's like son because yeah. he, he goes to Cadmus to to Amanda Waller and she's like, well, this doctor reported you and we have to investigate it. We can look at everything except for the classified areas or whatever. But it, it was really good. I, I dug it. And then she, I think it was, I think it was her that, that says, are you any relation to Harvey, Harvey Bullock? And, uh, um, I forget what he, I forget what he says, but she like she makes a joke or something about it, like like something like, "Well, that explains it" or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was a a really good series, and once you get into it, it's like hard to put down, you know. Like just I read through yeah. most of it. It was yeah, it was good. I. In the middle of the night. Ex- <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that type, this type of story. Yeah, it was a good one. So yeah, let's, like, we have uh, we have a few more questions. Yeah. So let me let me go find them. Where are they? Oh, there they are. Are you excited IDW will be collecting the DC Captain Action series? You probably don't even know what that is, right? (laughs) No, I I don't. Uh, Captain Action is a doll, essentially. Um, He's a doll that you could have bought in the 60s and 70s, and you could sort of dress him as anybody. And, like, even... Currently, they've come out with, like, a Captain Action figure that has, like, Batman, Superman outfits and stuff like that. Hmm. And um, he had, in the 70s, I believe it was, he had a a series. uh, It was 68 to 69. Uh, He had a series that ran five issues by Gil Kane with art by Wally Wood and Gil Kane. Oh, Jim Shooter. Did some scripts, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. For issue one and two. Interesting. So, uh, it looks like they're going to collect these, which to me seems very strange. At least with the cover of issue one, because Superman's on the cover. <laughs> hmm. He says, stand back, Superman. This is a job for Captain Action and company. (laughs) And let's see if some of the characters that have first appearances, though, I don't know who they are, but uh, that would be cool. I I own all five issues, and I, I I would still buy the collected edition. If it, if it did come out, because I I'm interested in you it. own the original ones. Yeah, I bought them like 15 years ago, I think. Not hmm. when they were coming out. <laughs> I wouldn't have been born yet. <laughs> yeah. 
Huh. But I, I don't believe that they'll publish it. I, I still have to to see it to believe it. I know they have the rights because they did a Captain Action series and they linked it into um, the Transformers and G.I. Joe and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a more modern take on him. Hmm. The next question is Atari Force, the under most underrated DC comic ever. <laughs> He's obsessed with Atari Force. <laughs> he hadn't guessed that yet. But yeah. Atari Force is a really good comic if you ever find him in the dollar bin. Plus you got Garcia Lopez drawing it. Yeah. And it was very different. I I grew up I'm a lot older than you, but when Atari Force first appeared they were mini comics that came in with the cartridge. So I think it like oh, came in with yeah. like Star Fox and some of the original gaming. And you'd mm-hmm. have a little mini comic of Atari Force. And it was very much different than when the DC released it as a regular comic. Hmm. But it it's sort of related. Like it takes off from there. So DC tried to take it away from there then? Kind of away well, from they tried just to the make, games? They or... tried in the original game, it was like a, a team that had all uniforms are the same. They, oh, okay. They weren't distinguished very differently because they had the same uniforms other than some had long hair, you know, <clears throat> different colors of hair. Mm-hmm. When they became Atari first, they, they were distinctively different characters. Like, oh, okay. With different power sets. So, um... And and uh, Dynamite did reprint the the mini comics because I I did buy that, but they haven't reprinted the others. I think they would if they could, but I think DC probably is not letting them because it's like the Micronauts. Like I don't know if you ever read Marvel's Micronauts, but they were a no, toy. I haven't. They, they were they were a toy. The comics excellent. Uh, some of those toy comics are some of the best comics ever rum the space night <laughs> was way better than the toy but uh it was a really good comic but marvel introduced like some of the great micronauts like bug probably the most popular one and uh that's why you don't see like when they do micronauts at idw you don't see bug because marvel owns him hmm So, there's there's a Brave and the Bold Batman and Atari Force issue. Is there? Brave and the Bold 111. Hmm. Batman and Atari Force. I have that. I just don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered. Yeah. And then he asks us, have we read Light Brigade? I have not. I have. I own it. Is that a war comic? Uh, it's a war story, <clears throat> but it has like a supernatural twist on it. Oh, I see it. Uh, Peter Tomasi. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. It was only four <clears throat> issues. 2004. Uh, it has to do with like archangels and stuff like that. Oh, okay. 
Um, trying to see if it's on the app. That one, just because of the time, time, I doubt it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it is. Yeah, it's not. This is an interesting one. DC has tried some cool subscription incentives in the past. Did you ever subscribe to a title because of a promotion? He subscribed to Checkmate because the first issue would be signed. I have never. I just rather get them at the comic shop. I get them in the mail and have them all bent. <laughs> That's why I never subscribe to them. Yeah. And I, I was never into signatures. I mean, I, I will have stuff signed now, but when I was younger, I was like, who's drawing on my comic? It would really piss me <laughs> off. Who's marking it up? Hiding. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's de who's devaluing my comic book by messing up the cover and putting <laughs> pen on it? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I had, I had, subscriptions way uh way back in the day um but never for like incentives it was just because i wanted the the series or whatever it was but so you got them in the mail a couple yeah i did yeah what did you get in the mail Do you um remember? i remember getting um some spider-man in the mail. Uh, I don't remember exactly what series it was. It was one of the Spider-Man series. Uh, Amazing from or Spider-Man or Spectacular. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I don't remember which it was of those. Uh, it was one of those. Um, and then I got... Um, I think I got Batman, too. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, like I said, it was never for any incentive, just, and I think that was, that was probably, I think that was before I realized you could go to the comic shop every week and get them. Yeah. Cause I, like, I knew we had a comic shop, but I didn't know about like, you know, polis or anything. Right. Would you ever have have you ever had your comics bound, or would you ever have them bound? Um, I have never had any bound. Uh, I wouldn't say that I would never do it. Um, I just I don't know that I would be proactive enough to get it done. Yeah, I like. I like having my single issues, and then I, I like having collected editions. The only way I would bound anything is if I already had the single. Do you know what I mean? I'd have to have dupes. Yeah, like a duplicate. I, 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 yeah, I, could, I couldn't massacre my original run <laughs> yeah. to, to, to put it in a book, and I, I wouldn't want to pay for it. Um, I guess my hope is that if it's something I really like, that DC will just eventually trade it. It's a lazy man thing. Instead of being proactive, I just <laughs> wait for well, it to happen. I, yeah, and I, I've never seen like I've never seen a bound book like that. Like what it actually like what the what it looks like as far as like the binding and all that. So I've I don't... I've seen it in pictures, 
and they um, look they look really well done. Yeah, I've seen like and the cover. Seen... The covers look amazing. I've never felt one or touched one or opened one, so. Yeah, I've seen pictures as well. Um, I think my like my concern would be like because some some older issues, you know, like the 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 pages like where the staple is kind of around the spine, the pages get weaker, you know. Yeah. Um. So I I I would just worry that they would be easy to like fall out or pull out after time. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, who do we need to bombard to pressure DC into doing a Johnny Quest comic? Um, I don't know. But it would be interesting <laughs> if they did one because I think the I think the I just bought the animated uh full collection and it is Warner Brothers that owns it, I think. Yeah, I saw I've been seeing that ad in yeah. the DC issues and uh yeah that that was something that me and my brother watched all the time when we were kids was it was, that a, it was a cool cartoon it was yeah because it was like an adventure cartoon it was awesome <laughs> I I you know what's funny about the ad um I actually just uh let me see if it's in one of the I don't think it's in one of the Wildstorm issues but uh I oh it is it's on the back of twenty four, um, so I I thought it was funny that they put on here that it's um, uncensored. It says uncut, uncensored, and remastered. I uh, I took a picture of this ad and I sent it to my brother, mm-hmm. uh, and I said, "Look, they have a new." uncensored um johnny quest series coming out now we'll get to see haji's penis because <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's uncensored <laughs> and he was like what does that uncensored mean uncensored i'm like mean. i don't know i don't know what's uncensored about it i don't know i have it maybe i should watch it and see what's uncensored. <laughs> i probably wouldn't know like i probably <laughs> yeah. wouldn't know the difference yeah, I probably wouldn't. It either. probably just means like director's cut. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe or if, there's or if uh, there's some like racy thing in there and it was cut out of the real Saturday morning cartoon. Well, you know how sometimes like on on and I don't know if it would have been like this back way back when it aired, but sometimes when you like when you watch um like DVDs of a TV show, you'll see scenes that they get cut off by commercials when you're mm-hmm. watching it on when it airs. So I don't know if maybe there's like extra scenes or something that you wouldn't have seen because there were commercials there. Uncensored, though, means you're censoring yeah. it for a reason. It doesn't mean like <laughs> uncut. Yeah. Like we took this yeah, out because. True. It was yeah. too long, so uh, who knows what it is. Yeah, but it, it made me laugh, so I sent that to my <laughs> brother and made that Especially joke. in times of, uh, of uh, like, Batman the Damned, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. They had a... Um, 
Well, I guess it wasn't Johnny Quest, but they did that future Future Quest comic. Um, Doc Shaner did. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. <clears throat> and they, but, I, I thought they had like a. Uh, I thought they were in one of those mini series. I remember the Future Quest, but. Oh, there was it, Future Quest Presents too. Yeah. It was it was heavy. It was more heavy, heavily geared towards Johnny Quest or the Quest family. But yeah, that would be cool to have a Johnny Quest ongoing. Yeah, it would. But looks like they've already tried it and it wasn't that successful. So. Yeah. Every I mean everybody who. Goes to the comic shop, probably sees it, and is probably like, what the heck is this? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it has this. To be, it has to be old people, because yeah. they were doing it with Space Ghost and the Hercules. Those are those are before your time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, you must have been seeing Johnny Quest in syndication. Yeah. You, um, you, you, were, you were not seeing it like I was on Saturday morning. I was morning, seeing you? it. On yeah, USA was, Today or something. I was seeing it, I think, on Cartoon Network. Ah. I think, and it was it was before, it was, I mean, it would have been in the early 90s, so it was way before Cartoon Network was what they are now. Mm-hmm. Like, they, act, like they, just, they just showed cartoons, and they, it wasn't, like, geared towards adults like it is now. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, we saw all that stuff on Cartoon Network. It was it was amazing. That's that's all we used to watch was that because they used to show uh, wacky races on there too. Yeah, that was I love that. That was like one of our favorite shows. I remember seeing like Blast. a lot of the Hanna Barbera stuff on USA Network. They would show it after after school for me. Yeah, yeah, I remember that too. USA used to show a lot of that stuff. So, he asked about the Sergeant Rock short on the Batman Hush release. I think you're watching it digitally, right? It probably doesn't have the Sergeant Rock short. Yeah. I'd probably watch it digitally, too, (laughs) just because it's convenient. I will watch the Sergeant Rock short at some point in time. Is do you have the DVD? I do, okay. but I'll probably be watching it in the middle of the night on my iPad, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I'll be curious to see if maybe it maybe it would have it like at the end or something. Yeah. Interesting enough on this, uh, I posted about the wild the wild storm. And uh, this this guy replied to me. I don't even think he. Oh, he does follow me, but he replied. He said, "If Ramon Villalobos spent more time hitting the deadlines and less time posting all day on Twitter, DC wouldn't have canceled <laughs> it." <laughs> so he blames it on the artist dropping the ball, not Warren Ellis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if he was actually right. Yeah. 
Well, thank you, Kirk, for the questions. Yeah. I forgot about Feature Quest. I don't even think I finished reading it. I should dig it up and finish it. I didn't I didn't stick with it. I think I got maybe like only like six. I think I only got maybe four or five issues. Ah. All right, well what are we covering next time? So we're covering Hush I know, for sure. I know we got the the animated show. Yeah. Animated show, we got Hush. Um, so, do you want to do like a? Do you want to do a new a new series or an old one or? Uh, doesn't matter. I'll go either way. Okay, let's see. What about? <clears throat> Have you ever read Arkham Asylum, uh, Living Hell? Uh, that's not the Grant Morrison one, is it? Uh, no. That is the Dan Slott one. Oh, okay. Uh, I have not. Do you want to read that? That's six issues. Yeah, let's read that. And that'll fit in nicely with Hush. Yeah, it will. So oh, we'll do two, Arkham Asylum 1 through 6. That's on the app, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks like... Uh, yeah, it looks, it looks cool. We got it's different... Really, it's really good. Different I mean, I, I've, I've read this, and I love it. I adore this series. Awesome. Issue yeah, 1 will blow good. your mind. <laughs> I, I can talk about Issue 1, like, for an hour. Just Issue 1. It's that good. Ooh, Ryan Suckart, too. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. He came out swinging. Issue one is the first appearance of Jane Doe. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. There's a lot of first appearances of some obscure Arkham inmates. This looks like a good uh, kind of Halloween-themed one as well. So. Yeah, because it is pretty creepy. Yeah. Nice. I have to tell you about one scene real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's about this guy. Um, his name is Warren White, and he's a rich bastard, okay? So mm-hmm. Warren White, he's an asshole, and he can pay lawyers, and he convinces the jury that he's insane, and he knows he's not insane, and the judge is pissed. I mean, he's pissed, <laughs> and he's like, well, since you convinced that you're insane, I'm sentencing you to Arkham, yeah. which is way <laughs> worse than any prison that you can go to. <laughs> yeah, send him to Arkham. Yeah, he sends him there, and he has like he, they put him in with a serial killer called Death Rattle. He drops his, <laughs> he drops the soap in the shower, and Joker's there. <laughs> I mean, oh, there, there's just crazy shit. It's just like insane. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I, you'll you'll love it. It's good. Awesome. All right, so uh, you can reach us on the Twitters at, at Mike Myers Brunch, and Kyle is Kyle uh, K Pettit five. Yep. And uh, we are located at DCNoisePodcast.com, 
And also on the Facebook at DC Noise Podcast, click the like button. And uh, I'll be having another podcast coming out soon on there, on that feed. And it's its focus will be on war. It's war, western, romance, and uh, war, which are... <laughs> <laughs> It's like if uh, Elmer Fudd was saying what the podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But it's uh, DC-themed, and it'll be focused on areas that are non-superhero. Awesome. Yeah. That'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be fun, because I have a lot of comics to read in that era. era. Well, yeah, there's a... I mean, there's a whole i mean there's a whole lot of stuff dc's done that's not superhero yeah so uh i think we could wrap it up and uh we'll talk in two weeks hopefully if everything works out yeah well thanks kyle and you have a wonderful week yeah you too mike all right see ya yep see ya bye